0: what's up guys you're tuned in to the scoreboard with your host michael hill and ryan k check them out every tuesday night right here on podomatic radio the best part of your day via podcast
1: what's up everybody it is june 22nd 2021 you guys listen to the scoreboard brought to you by anchor a place where two bros talk about sports pop culture and everything else in between you guys could have been anywhere else in the world but you're here with us and for that we appreciate you we're your host the heartbreak kid michael hill and the arcade ryan k how you doing my man and for all the fathers out there that listen to this show i'm pretty sure there's not many of you but happy father's happy belated father's day to you guys yeah um
2: it was a. Uh, it's been good, man. Uh, you know, just uh, just chilling out. Uh, you know, freaking. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my dad for uh, Father's Day. Yeah. Obviously, have to have to respect the goat. Um, uh, I got I got him some books and stuff, and got yeah. him set up with a Books a Million membership, so he can get more books on the cheap. Yeah. So I saw
1: my dad doesn't. My dad stays in Atlanta, so. I like, and my dad's birthday will be in a couple of days too. So happy belated birth—I'm not belated, but happy early birthday to my dad. So I like—I ended up calling him before I go to work. Which funny thing was, like, you know, my dad does random funny shit. Mm-hmm. I like—I I was ended, I ended up calling him. And this motherfucker was listening to DMX in the background.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> man
1: <laughs> uh, I, f- I forgot which DMX song it was but he was sure as hell listening to DMX in the background I like only my pops yeah my dad my dad's good for something random like that so I like for all the fathers out there said you guys don't get you guys don't get the credit that you guys deserve Mm-hmm. but but we here at the scoreboard you know appreciate you guys your contributions are, are like uh, they're goaded yeah
2: man for sure um but oh, oh yeah
1: shout out to cody can too because i did not wish him happy father's day like i did most of my friends or their dads and angry joey because i didn't wish him a happy father's day yeah so they usually yeah like- happy father's day to angry joey i forgot yeah. to say something to him too i like you know cody can usually listens to the show so like you know if you're listening to this this week cody happy father's day from the heartbreak hit yeah man uh so uh, we have an awesome show for you guys like we got some cool questions for you guys like shit's going down and like you know in Dallas and not in a good way you know what I'm saying I like but first (laughs) I like first I like these playoffs so like you know we're gonna get into the Eastern Conference but before that you know Ryan you, you know what hasn't been open in a while uh, the scoreboard bar and grill. Yes, yeah. I like you know where the heartbreak kid is. I like, is the uh, is the owner and the cook and the uh in the arcade is the manager. And usually, I like this is the place where we try to see something for three something. And it's the home of the hot L. Usually, it's I like. And usually, my favorite my favorite guests are the New York Jets and the New England Patriots. But we got a new uh we got a new uh we got a new guest, and that's the fucking Philadelphia seventy sixes, particularly Ben Simmons. Uh, Ben Simmons goes on the wall with the signature
2: and got the hot plate of the like the turbo L. Yeah. Like the big
1: L that we serve. We the the you big, know the big the, L? The biggest of big L's <laughs> like it, it's like the, the one that you <laughs> that, that the one that if you eat I like if you eat all of the if, if you, you eat free. it in
2: thirty minutes or less is free. Free. That's the big L. And he's got a picture next to that and it's signed and It says like he you know, people put blurbs on it and next to his picture it says you miss all the shots you don't take and all the ones you do take if you're me. Yes. That motherfucker trash. <laughs> that motherfucker really is trash. You're the number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah. You made the All Star team instead of Trey Young, who, by the way, gave y'all the business most of this series and played like dog shit in this game seven because he's too busy. His spine hurt. Because he's trying to carry this Atlanta team. You know. His spine hurt. <laughs> his spine hurt. The man literally got a giant ice pack on his fucking shoulder. <laughs> like the entire time he'd been playing. Looking like Kobe motherfucking Bryant. And you won't really be on it. There was a possession where he got a ball. And he had a wide open look going up to the rim. And Trey Young's under the rim. And Lord knows, I respect Trey Young. Trey Young is 5'10", 6 foot.
3: Yeah.
1: He's
2: somewhere in there. The NBA be telling lies about how tall motherfuckers are.
1: Yeah, so they, I don't know. How tall he yeah, is. they'll say Trey Young six one, but he really about five ten.
2: I was like, he fight. He's five eleven, six foot. He. I don't know. I don't know how big he is. But my point is, you six ten, and you every inch of that. You a big tall motherfucker.
1: And your wingspan. And, 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 your wingspan and, 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 longer than that.
2: You over here, you got a ball, and you got a point guard that is a foot shorter than you. Literally a foot shorter than you. And you do not go up and yoke that shit on his head. Are you fucking kidding me with that? So, Ryan, I like... You passed the ball because you so afraid of getting fouled, put on a free
1: throw line where your ass shoot 37%. That's worse than Shaquille That's Ra- ridiculous. That's worse than Shaquille O'Neal, folks. That's worse than Ben Ben Wallace, who's going into the Hall of Fame. Like, I didn't think I could see a worse uh I didn't think I would ever see a worse uh, free throw shooter than Shaquille O'Neal. Then Ben Then Ben Wallace came along. I didn't think I could see any worse than Ben Wallace than Ben Simmons, which crazily, ironically enough, they share the same fucking first name. This is trash. I like, but at the same time, like everybody's He's catching it. I like, and I understand that he's catching it, but I like, you know, as I sit back and think about it, Ryan, I was like. Why is this this Why is this surprising? I like, Ben Simmons has been in the league for about four years, four or five years. I like, and he still has yet to de- uh, develop anything of a resemblance of a jump shot at all. I like. My thing is, he he's been what he's always been. It's just that in the grandest stage, it's happening on the biggest stage right now. Which is crazy because people talk shit about LeBron. I like which is crazy because I like which is crazy because since LeBron, I like you know, isn't in the playoffs, the microscope is, a, is on a whole is on a whole lot of other motherfuckers that it usually wouldn't be on.
2: Right. I mean, dude, like I said, I just don't know how you can be that trash. And dude, there are some stats, man. There are just some stats that are oh, I like, damning. Dude.
1: I was like, dude, he's he single handedly keeping the 76ers right. from winning a title. All
2: right. Game one in the fourth. This is, this is the four, his fourth quarter stats across the series. All right. Just the fourth quarter stats. This alone? is just the fourth quarter stats. Okay. Game one, 2 of 2 field goal. Game two, no field goal. 0 of 0. Game three, 1 of 1 field goal. Game four, 0 of 0 field goal. Game five. 0-0 zero, zero field goal. Game 6. 0-0 zero zero field goal. Game 7. Want to take a guess what the stat was of Game 7? 0-0. 0-0 field goal. This dude shot three motherfucking times in the fourth quarter over seven fucking games. And you were number two. You supposed to be a no. You were an all-star, sir. What? do you mean (laughs) are you joking Joel Embiid out there playing with a torn meniscus Meniscus. and you out here hoeing the Sixers like that hoeing them
1: my man out there dying I I, I remember there was one game like you know where uh, where, where the Sixers lost where Joel Embiid almost had a triple double if Ben Simmons could have gave you anything in that game they win that fucking game
2: I swear to God if I was Joel Embiid Oh. I'd have smacked the shit out of him. Oh, Joel Embiid!
1: Oh, Joel Embiid took subtle shots at him.
2: I don't know. No, I'd smacked the shit out of him. I know Shaq. Shaq said after that Game Seven loss, he goes, "Man, he goes, I'd, I'd knock the fuck out of him." Shaq said that flat out on the inside of the NBA, <laughs> like he said, he's like, "Man, I'd knock shit out of him." I swear to God, I would. And I know Kenny Smith was like, "Yeah, I heard, I heard some things about you, boy. I believe it." And it's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I, man, I out of him." If I was Joel Embiid, I'd smack the shit out of him. Swear to God. He'd had a... he'd. Which, I guess Joel Embiid ain't trying to fight nobody because he got a torn meniscus. Yeah. But I swear to God, if I'm... If I'm Seth Curry or somebody that, like, contributed and played well in this series,
1: you know... I like it, like, in the number two. Can't... Uh, I know people make fun of CJ McCollum, but, but C.J. CJ McCollum's not doing this. No,
2: CJ McCollum would have helped a lot more than that. Ben Simmons is ass, bro. And, dude,
1: this and, is... And the thing is, like, you know, it seems like he doesn't want to get better. He seems... No. He's the same player. I like... And he's the
2: same dude he was when he got drafted. And I'll tell you, they literally... So, earlier today, somebody... Um, I, they broke a report, or it was either... It was today or, like, yesterday. He declined being on the Australia team for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. cite like hey i want to work on skills and meet up with some skill specialists that's what he said and i was like why aren't you doing this this why haven't you been doing this the whole time
1: yeah like you terrible like why can't you i like like, and and people are people talking about how you are like you know the sixer fans are like on i'm like yo this is a tough city you gotta think about it i like you know for the johnny come lately's they chose brett brown and um ben simmons over jimmy fucking butler
2: they did and they clearly chose wrong and that's my thing you had an option to get rid of brett brown and keep jimmy butler and you didn't do that and here you are you know you got you could have had jimmy butler jimmy butler could have been a number two just fine yeah you know like, and like and, and if you can it, jimmy butler wouldn't have lost to the hawks i'm gonna say that yeah. right fucking now if joel and beat's given what he's giving, and Jimmy Butler out there, I like they it, don't lose that I like and
1: Seth. Uh, Seth Curry, like you know, who did, had a damn good series. Yeah, Seth that, Curry was cool I the like, whole time. It, I like you know when Dwight Howard contributed. Like that. They, they, they
2: had contributions from literally everybody. everybody else that wasn't named Ben Simmons. Basically,
1: Ben Simmons is a bum. Just he's a bum. He's the reason this. I am like, sorry, Philly. He's the reason no, you they, guys they are going to win to win the title.
2: They, yeah, I mean, and dude, and the bad thing is they're in a bad situation too. Yeah, they're in a really awkward situation. In that they can't trade him either. I mean, even, but, even if because, they... because they're not going to get... They will get... So, this is a weird thing where simultaneously they are stuck with him and he's bad, but they would weirdly enough get worse without him. Strangely enough... They would, because there isn't a trade you can make with him to be, make that team better. Yeah, not not a real like no one's trading for Ben Simmons. No, no one wants him. He is damaged goods. That you would you couldn't get any sort of value for him.
1: I like, and the thing that's dam- the most damning thing of all is what Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith reported earlier today, saying he got a text message from some uh, for somebody in the situation saying that Ben Simmons just doesn't want to work. I like, you know, he's just surrounded by, by, like, by family, and he's constantly babied. There's nothing more damning than that. I like, if you suck and you can still put in the work, I, I can do something with that. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not willing to put in the work and you have that much expectation on you, you know what I'm saying? I like, I, I like, you know, it, and, and, it, it's, it falls on him But it also falls on the media too Because they were the ones That were uh, They were hailing this man The next fucking LeBron James Left handed LeBron Is what they called him I uh, like You know That's huge shoes to fill I like You know like and So really Whenever you put Those type of lofty expectations On him You're setting them up To fail anyway Absolutely You know what I'm saying But at the same time Like the mere fact That Ben Simmons Doesn't want to do the work That's damning on him
2: Yeah And then, and then you also Like What's funny now In hindsight Is thinking about They chose that man Over Donovan Mitchell To get rookie of the year Yeah they chose that. Yeah. I like. Can you imagine that now? Thinking about that now, you think about the type of player Donovan Mitchell is, the complete kind of player Donovan Mitchell is.
1: Hindsight is always twenty twenty, but at the same time, we were saying that that was bullshit on this. Yeah, show a couple we, years we ago
2: I, we said that then. You know, and here here I am, I get to be right. However many years later, it's, it's good. It's good to be right. I love that shit. So sign me up for that. Yeah, sign more. me up. I'll but you know for what I'm real, saying? like, dude, I just I like this like is
1: somebody somebody that's like the face of their franchise. I like as opposed to somebody who's scared to shoot a fucking basketball. Terrible,
2: terrible, man. I mean, there is no reason Ben Simmons shouldn't have be been fucking people up in that series. So
1: uh, like, if yeah, uh, is because like, I know people used to kill Giannis. I like because Giannis didn't have a jump shot either, but Giannis worked on it. And it's gotten a lot better with it. Yep, exactly. Like, Giannis is a threat. But the thing is, though, like, Giannis can beat you every which way, whether it be driving, you know, free throws. Like, Giannis does a lot of stuff. His game is a lot more complete, even though it's not complete. But it's a lot more complete than Ben Simmons' game. He's a threat offensively as well as defensively. Ben Simmons is not even a threat offensively. So, basically, you're playing five on four.
2: Yeah, it's terrible. Like, that's, that's bad. I mean, you know, and they talked about like, well, we just surround him with shooters. Y'all did that, and he still sucks. Yeah. What? What are we talking about here?
1: At, like, the, at the end of the day, he's not a threat. Like you know, to score.
2: And everyone expects him to pass. Yeah. So it's like it don't matter. The reason Devin Booker is able to pass in the series against the Clippers is because people expect him to shoot.
1: Yes. Because he's cooking. So like that's that's the I like, thing. I like and his guys are making shots. So like you know so he, so the mere fact that you know saying him him being a shooter helps him out like you know with the passing. Right. Exactly. So I like you know I like e- even I like your primary ball handler like has to be able to shoot. I like they it, like, have to be able to score. They to might not. They
2: might not be able to like because I think about Ray John Rondo those years in Boston. Yeah. He didn't have to shoot. Because that was never his thing. Yeah.
1: But he could fucking score. Yeah. And... You- I like... The perfect example for me, like, you know, that's a great example. The perfect example for me, I'll never forget it. Uh, The first uh, Spurs title with Avery Johnson. I like, he ends up making, like, a clutch shot. And, like, and they asked him about that. I like, on that, on that score, Avery Johnson was a fifth option. Yeah. He was a fifth option. Yes. You know, so, like, even he said that. He was like, you know, he said, usually, I like, you know, I'm using, like, a third, fourth. Nah, I'm usually a fifth option. But, you know, in like a situation like that, Avery Johnson can score if he kind of needed to. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't be anemic. Like, there's a reason
2: why you don't see Patrick Beverly always on the floor for the Clippers. Yeah. Not, not in crunch time, anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, Reggie Jackson's the guy always getting those minutes, like the Clippers. Like, you can't not score. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't average, like, six points a game. And Ben Simmons is, again, a fucking all-star in his ass. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyways, we should move on and talk about that fucking Bucks and fucking Nets game seven. That shit was crazy. KD hit that fucking, that shot to send it in the fucking OT. If his feet had been a little bit shorter, (laughs) big old fucking boat ass motherfucking feet he got, that shit would have been over. So, um, you know, that whole thing, wild as hell. But, um, you know...
1: I was like, I'm sitting here, I like, even though KD, you know, got the loss, I like, you know, like, I'm, you're still going, he still caught the L. Like, my man was on some legendary shit today. I mean, I like, in this series. Yeah. I like, you know, people, people tend to forgot, like, you know, that's motherfucking KD. Yeah. I like, I, I said that people were asking him to step up. He did. There wasn't a whole lot he more he could have done.
2: No. No, he... Literally the only thing he could have done is have his feet behind the line. Yeah. And win the series. But, you know, they were
1: – he did a lot for them. And, you know, he crushed it. You know, good for him. I like, you know I'm saying, James Harden, like, you know, tried to try, try to tough it out. He played he played like 40-something minutes, like in game six, and 30-something in game nine. He was out. Th- I can't fault him for that. I can't no. fault Kyrie a little bit, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, but when you sprain yeah. your ankle, you, yeah. you out. Like, that's just – high ankle sprain or yeah. ankle sprain that's bad like his was like you know and James Harden out there playing with a grade 2 hamstring injury. James Harden hurt them more yeah. than he helped them. Like I'm going to be really real. You know he he had 20 something points but he took a
1: lot of bad shots. Yeah. It was bad man. I mean but I, that, that dude it's a pressure game situation. You I expect that from James Harden yeah. obviously. Yeah exactly. Like, we know what the numbers are for James Harden in game sevens. Or like, or in closeout games, right. like they're not good. Right, which is why I was telling people, like you know, having James Harden isn't going to fix what's going on in Brooklyn. Right, like it's going to be the same thing. Like he, like you know, Kevin Durant still the closer. Like, and it's just like in situations like that, when you need him, James Harden to be great, he can't do that for you. Not not to say that you know, saying he's he's not going to have a game where he does that, but you know, I've seen way too many times where he hasn't. Which is why, like, you know, I was sitting at people want to clown the Rockets. I do the Rockets gave that man everything. He didn't want to, didn't, all that didn't come through. It was like a three or four year period where they had a championship squad.
2: Now, now I will say that he didn't, he did a lot of dirt on them yeah. by making them trade dudes and disassembling the team that he asked for multiple times. So, that that's a problem. Yeah. But, uh, and he left that, he left that fucking team bereft yeah. of talent, you know. So that's very problematic,
1: but uh, but 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 shout out to the Bucks though, because I know we were talking like you know a couple of weeks ago. We said that if there was the only team, there was any team that could beat this squad, it would be yeah,
2: it would have been them, and the, here we are, you know, because I th- I thought that book the winner of a uh, Bucks Nets probably gets to fucking the the on the Eastern side of things, they get to the NBA championship. That's what I thought.
1: So um, I like you know before we get up out of here I like you want you know, like you have any like you know what I'm saying quick thoughts on the upcoming series with the Hawks because I know a lot of people were saying like, I no, think
2: Trey Young will be able to steal a game or two but I think that he's gonna have a difficult time with Drew Holiday
1: and switching on Chris Middleton
2: yeah he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a tough time with that I think and so
1: somebody else is gonna have to beat them
2: yeah that's the thing like someone else is gonna have to beat them and I don't really think they have enough to do that
1: like real talk I I don't I was like and for me. I was thinking to myself because I know, like everybody's on the Trey Young, uh, like you know, hype train as they should be. I like he's been phenomenal, like you know, this series, like and and his playoffs, you know. And they were talking about how they, they could probably upset the uh, upset the Bucks, and I was like, bro, those dudes just got finished dealing with Kevin fucking Durant. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you really think they're scared of Trey Young? Yeah, I, I really don't see it. Yeah, I, like I don't see. It. I like they respect him, but Kevin Durant, and Trey Young, that that's. That's, those are two different animals. Right, exactly. Like, and
2: and again, Kevin Durant you can throw some bodies at Trey Young to make things difficult on him. It's a little bit easier to stop a point guard than it is to stop Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, you know, you can you can harass Steph Curry. You can harass Damian Lillard. You can now, and I'm not saying that those dudes aren't highly unguardable in their own way. Yeah. Just like I'm not about to say that, um You know, Trey Young isn't his own sort of guy, and isn't... He's tough as fuck to guard. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit easier for the Bucks because they actually have really good guard defenders at the guard position with, like, Drew Holiday.
1: And they're long.
2: And they're long, and it'll be difficult for him to get those little right-running floaters that yeah. he gets going to the hold and shit. And they won't be able to get as many of those, like, easy, like, lob passes to Clint Capella and yeah. shit. Because Brook Lopez will be spacing him out.
1: Oh, yeah. That's and that's one thing terrible. that Clint
2: Capella doesn't do well. Yeah, is... that's
1: going to be terrible. So, yeah. That's going to be terrible. I like, you know. So, like, it doesn't look good. But then again, like, you know what I'm saying, the Hawks have been proving people wrong all, like, you know, all, all, all playoffs. So, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, uh, we'll, so, like, it's so, I said like whenever I'm I'm just got a brain fart I was just sitting there watching the commercial I'm sorry guys so like we will most definitely get into more of that as that series progress but coming up next I like there's some trouble I like brewing down a lot down in Dallas I like you know in Maverick land so we'll get into that next on the scoreboard on Anchor
3: I was sick and tired of having terrible dates.
1: I've tried other dating websites before and could never find
3: a match.
2: Honestly, I was about to give up. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever find him.
3: Well, with GiveUpAndSettle.com, that can all end today. Hands down the best dates I ever had.
1: They sent me more matches than I could ever need. They showed me the way and I finally found him.
3: Here at GiveUpAndSettle.com, we believe there's someone in the world that is perfect for you and we're here to help you get over the fact that you're never going to meet that person. We hate each other so much. I can't even look at him because I hate his face. We're not even gay. And we both are. With our highly advanced matchmaking system, known as the Personality Attitude Placement Enrollment Research by Algorithmic Groupings, also known as Papier Bog, we will find you a near-to-perfect match within seconds. I searched gamer and girl and got a 50% match. I hate snakes, but I did ask for a man that was charming. I was always into the shy and quiet type, and that's exactly what I got. I type in how smart, successful, good-looking I am on other dating sites, and still never found a match. First try on GiveUpAndSettle.com? Perfect match. I typed in black girls as my preference, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best speller. So I wasn't surprised when I showed up to my first date and saw nothing
1: but a black grill. I'm not picky. I just asked for the hottest match they could find. Our love will continue to burn brighter than ever. Nothing wrong with black Matt. She's still smoking Hot. People
3: used to tell me there should be violins playing for me at all times because I was such a sad person. That's why I went on to give up and settle and ask for someone cheerful, optimistic, violin free. Almost a perfect match. I got a chair full of domestic violence for me. Close enough. We all know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but there's also a lot of people on land. You don't have to resort to fish yet. Just sign up to giveupandsettle.com and find the settling soulmate you never even knew you wanted. We promise you, you will not regret it unless you do. It's completely free, money-back guarantee, so what have you got to lose? Sign up, give it a try, you might get a virus, Giveupandsettle.com. we'll see you there. See for yourself and find your perfect match today. It's fast, it's fun, it's not a real site, Giveupandsettle.com. Teehee! So thank you guys again so much for watching. If you want to see last week's video, click the one on the left. If you want to see bloopers and behind the scenes, click the one on the right. And if you want to go to GiveUpAndSettle.com, click the one on the bottom, and find your perfect match today day 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 Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife's ass cheeks when I was fucking alone with that stuff.
0: Weed!
3: Whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer! It's how, an, was, it's... how
0: was your movie, by the way? Oh, I missed I, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. <laughs> but it was lit! What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would,
3: but uh, I know where that hand's been.
2: And this. Audios. they make sure you Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are.
0: You couldn't stay off the weed.
2: Uh, playoffs? Don't talking about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK
1: and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's that time. It's the quote of the week. Um, I'm gonna go first. I'll go first. And I just, I just lost it because I just seen an asshole like you know post something on Facebook. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I got it. This one goes to my man, Daquan Wiltshire. You know, like, you know, uh, like a popular YouTuber. Funny as hell. You guys should check him out. And, and like, if you want to know what his ad is is on Twitter is, what if I was black? Okay. (laughs) So. Strong start. Strong start. So. (laughs) uh, The tweet is, and the quote is, said, personally speaking, I don't expect sex just because I take you out on a date. I asked you out on a date because I was physically attracted and a date would determine if I'm mentally and sexually attracted to you if if I pursued you your attention is the reward not sex then he then he, then he did like a quote tweet but that $40 is gonna be on standby just in case if I need some pussy after the date I'm still fucking afterwards whether it's you or somebody else
2: <laughs> word uh <laughs> nice um so, uh, I got, a, uh, I got some, uh, I got some heat. Um, uh, this quarter of the week goes to Nick Casino. His at is Island Iverson. Island Iverson. <laughs> so. That's <is> good. <laughs> so, you know, we were just talking about the 76ers. And I ain't clowning Doc Rivers a bit for this loss, but this motherfucking tweet had me in hell. He goes, I got Doc Rivers in the bedroom coaching me. Bruh, he telling me to lick her shins and shit. Dog, she's scrolling her phone. I'm finished. <laughs> that shit had me crying, man. <laughs> like Doc Rivers in there giving this man horrible sex advice, bruh.
1: That's like Dan Campbell type shit, right? Biting her kneecaps off and shit. Jesus Christ. Like I said, that T-t-t-tickle had tickle her asshole. That 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 had me cracking up. So. Oh, man, but something that had me cracking up I like but for, for for different reasons. Like, you know, shit going down in Dallas. I like, you know, for, for anybody that doesn't know what's going on, they just got recently bounced out, out of the playoffs. Yep. I've heard that Rick Luke, Carlisle just part. They
2: mutually agreed, agreed to part, part ways.
1: ways. Porzingis isn't happy because, like, you know, he says, he's more of an afterthought instead of a second star. And Luca's cotton kind of not happy. The GM is fired. It's just a mess. What exactly do you want to start with first, Ryan? Because um, there's a lot of fucking problems. Um,
2: so, I think they made a step in the right direction by getting rid of the GM. Donny because, Nelson. Yeah, because even though that dude got the poor Zing- I got, I mean, got the uh, Donkich thing right, they've gotten a lot of shit wrong. Yeah. Like, from a front office standpoint. You know, and a GM is the guy that does that, right? hmm So... That um, you know, that's that's one of maybe the only good things that has happened. You know, Rick Carlisle quitting is bad. Yeah. You know, but that, that tells you that Cuban the friction between Cuban the GM and Carlisle was tense. And I also tell you this too, like if people will recall. Mark Cuban used to be way too hands-on. Yeah. Like, way, way, way too hands-on. And they used to, like, clown the shit out of him about that. And he created a lot of problems when he first took over the Mavs Mm -hmm. by being too busy. They had to, like, kind of stop and, like, take him to the side and be like, Yo, stop. Yo, you gotta chill out.
1: It's one of those things, like, you know, the things that make him a good owner also can be a detriment.
2: Right. So um that's clearly kind of what's going on with him in yeah. terms of he's probably being a little too hands-on here
1: because like you know you said too hands-on like you know on as far as that basketball operations he should be but here's the type of uh, owner that mark cuban is like you know for people that don't know i remember somebody was talking uh yeah they were talking to dirt Nowitzki. I like, you know, when you go to like the training facilities and all that so if you go get to like the locker room, y'all like most teams you got to buy your own beverages and shit like that. Not not the Dallas Mavericks like the like the Gatorade cooler and shit like that like Mark Cuban takes care of the players, like just for the mere fact he says, like, you know, all that other stuff, you know what I'm saying, I got it taken care of from so all they have to focus on is right. basketball. So that's the type of owner we're dealing with. Like stuff like that that makes him a good owner. Like is yeah. him being hands on with stuff like that, but he kinda doesn't know when to stop.
2: Right, exactly. So he's had to learn to scale back. So that probably is playing a part with the friction, I'm sure. Then you have like I said, you have Rick Carlisle stepping down. That's a fucking mess because
1: that that's a. Rick Carlisle
2: is going to get hired by the Celtics immediately and have them good because Rick yeah. Carlisle
1: is a great coach. Yes, um, it's either that or the Pacers. All I so he he's not going to have he's not going to be out of. On a well, football. he played
2: he played in Boston, so he's mm. going to go to Boston. Yeah. So like I mean that's just.
1: But I also heard they like Chauncey Billups and Becky Hammond too. They so. they
2: do they do. Uh, Chauncey Billups is one of the upper tier guys, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. Um. I think a lot of the tension here is Doncic and Porzingis, so really and truly, and I think that that's the toughest thing to reconcile. Yeah, Porzingis is a fucking bum.
1: <laughs> Flat out, he's a bum. Like, he... I like, my, my my thing is like, he's a bum in a in a context of not b- because being healthy. Be yeah. healthy, you piece of shit. And whenever you are healthy, you don't really contribute much. He, he's not aggressive. And, like, and the thing is, you tried to, uh, like, you know, make fun of the fucking Knicks. Like, uh, yeah, they were a trash show when you was there. But you didn't really do a whole lot to really help that. Right. Right. Because you're not doing nothing in Dallas. So, like, you're being carried in Dallas. I don't like it. And, like, and people, like, I heard the report Saying like he's unhappy. I don't give a fuck about what Porzingis is unhappy about. I like you gotta think about this, and this is why Don Nelson had to get the fuck up out of here anyway. Dude, you made Dirk Novinsky take uh take pay cuts for years, and you waste that money on fucking Porzingis. I don't give a fuck about what Porzingis has to say. I like, you know, you're the fucking reason that Dirk Novinsky had to take pay cuts. I like and I'm like and this is what you but like you're the reason yeah, fuck you.
2: No, exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. So like you do all this shit to go get Porzingis. And then you did you did a good thing in getting Luka Doncic because I think that the Luka Doncic-Trey Young thing is one of the rare super trades that happens...
1: Where both teams benefited. Where both
2: teams benefited because the Hawks needed a dynamic guard player. I think that the Mavs benefit more from having their dynamic forward yeah. because of the way that the teams were constructed at yeah. the time and the way that the teams are moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, in my money... I really like you know it I really like the way the trade ended up now I will say that Luka Doncic is really ball dominant but I will say that Lu- they they want to clown Luka Doncic like oh man he's tough to play with blah 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 blah, blah. like that's that's kind of a thing that's people are trying to say now and I'm over here like oh I probably don't think he's that tough to play with y'all I think that y'all are just so shit that that's like cause that's a bad roster.
1: Yeah. That, that is a bad roster. Yeah, yeah, that the way it is constructed, that roster is not good. good. That is a terrible roster. Like flat I'll, out. You don't know how many times like I've seen Yuka Doncas go to the basket, like pitch a like, dish it out to a wide open guy and they miss a shot. Way too many times. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like you're over right here, he's clicking it like Maxi Kleber. What the fuck is that? Like, I like Dorian Finney-Smith okay, but I don't think he's a starter. Yeah. You know, like, Tim Hardaway Jr. has gotten a lot better. Yeah. I like him. Um, I don't think he's necessarily the problem, but I, I also think that he's not really a true number two. I think on nights he can be.
1: But... Yeah, I think he's more like a three or a four.
2: Right, exactly. Like, if the Mavs were better... I mean, you got Jalen Brunson as a backup point guard. Yeah. Like, I don't really love that, honestly. Like,
1: he's okay, but yeah, like it's, a lot of it has to do with the roster. I like you know, right? And, and the crazy thing is, like, you know, this team would be a lot better if Porzingis would be the number two option, like he's supposed to be. But, he's not. but it's on him. I like you know, I, I look at Porzingis like you can't be mad at your, you can't be mad at every the narrative that's on you while like when you're when you don't step up. Like, you average 13 points. I like you know, in this fucking series, you're seven foot four. You know what I'm saying? and you can shoot the fucking 3 but you can't stay healthy there's just a lot of shit wrong with you right i like you know what i'm saying like and usually like in and, and, and usually with stats like that if you was on any other team or if you wasn't trying to be like a number 2 or a number 3 i could deal with that even as a number 3 if you was a number 3 option i could deal with that but like you here yeah. sitting there complaining that like you know what i'm saying you seem like an afterthought to Luka Doncic motherfucker you are
2: you are an
1: afterthought Luka Doncic is one of the most exciting young players in the league. An MVP candidate. Of course you're going to be an afterthought. Like, you know, you got to put your ego in check because whenever you was a guy in New York, you wanted to ha- hightail it out of here. I'm like, you can't have it both ways, Kristaps. Right,
2: exactly. Like, I mean, cool. Like, what did you think this was going to be? Like, you play for the Phoenix Suns and, like, everybody gets to touch the ball a little bit? Like, nah. Does it, you ain't playing for the Jazz, my dude? Like the fuck is this yeah Girl, you stupid as hell bro you you stupid as hell and you trash as fuck and you a bum you a bum
1: plain and simple you a bum i like at least you have been there so like since your ten tenure with the mavericks because whenever they traded for you i like they traded for you in like in hopes that you was going to be the number two
2: and you're not and here they are and here you are crying like that's the thing to do you crying you you
1: soft man he's soft I like, you saw if you can't stay healthy.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I I ain't trying to listen. I Chris like, 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 like that shit. like, exactly
1: yeah, like, my thing is I like, yo, I like, I clown on Anthony Davis a lot for, like, you know, for him being hurt, but whenever he's healthy, the motherfucker's a monster. Yeah, exactly. Like, Andy,
2: if Anthony Davis stays healthy, Anthony Davis is top. Anthony Davis might could win an MVP
1: if he's healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's my whole
2: thing. Like he's,
1: he's like, fucking yeah, like, it's, fire. like, it's different. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like you seen what a healthy Anthony Davis could do in the fucking bubble. Right. I like it. the only thing with Anthony Davis is the motherfucker can't stay healthy. But whenever he, yeah, whenever he is healthy, he's a, he's a bona fide superstar. I like, you have yet to prove that. I like, you had some upside like in New York. And I was, and I was excited, like, you know, for the, uh, for the, uh, development of Christoph Porzingis. Cause I thought we was looking at possibly the next Dirk Nowitzki. Obviously, that wasn't the case. You know, right. And like, you know, like, I don't know what the hell happened in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? But ever since you got hurt the first time, you know, like, you just haven't been right, and you just haven't been able to stay healthy and stay on the court. You know what I'm saying? And Ryan Darkade always say the best ability is availability. It
2: is, man. It, I've always said that. Like, I mean, I don't care how fucking good you are. If you can't play, you can't play. Yeah. Like, you know, like you being out, like you could be Michael Jordan. If you can't stay healthy, it don't fucking matter, yeah. man. You know, like, that's just what it is. Yeah, it
1: don't matter at the end of the day because, like, how are you helping your team?
2: Right, exactly. So, you know, it's just the whole thing is... It's aggravating, like you know, you have Luka Doncic, and, I, I, and, and the and
1: the thing is, like you know, it's, it's like context is everything. I like you know, what I'm saying I'm am not, not beating up on uh, Christoph Porzingis just because my thing is like the, the numbers the numbers speak for itself. I like right. if, if you had better numbers, like you know, in the playoffs and like and you was frustrated, or, like and you felt some type of way, mm-hmm. like you got to think about this. I like you know, Scotty still feels some type of way about being number two to Michael Jordan, and people give him shit for it. And Scotty Pippen is a top fifty player. Like, you don't get that. Uh, of course people are going to look at you a certain type of way. Right. Exactly. Ig-fucking-zack. Scotty showed up. I like, you know what I'm saying, when he needed to show up. I like, no, man. I like, I- I'm not, nah. I like, when I whenever I saw that, I was like, nah. I, I-, I can't, I can't do that. I like, I can't do that. I like, and, and with the new GM, I like, I don't know if, like, you know, if he's, yeah, like if he's gonna trade you or not, because I assume that everybody's on a chopping block except like except Luka Doncic. Everybody can get dealt. Right. So yeah, like at this moment, I, like you know, I don't know what his future holds. I like I don't know if he's trying to get out of Dallas or or what. I like I don't know what his play play is on that. Cause usually usually Kristaps Porzingis doesn't really you know what I'm saying speak out like that. I don't even think he spoke out, but it was a report.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it again. I understand, like, you feel like you're a bona fide star, bona fide superstar in this league, and you're playing second fiddle to a dude that's a little bit more ball-dominant, and you feel like isn't getting you the ball. It's like, well, dude, if you were cooking, like, you know, the
1: way you could be, then that wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I I, I don't... If you were cooking the way you were supposed to, I, I don't, I don't think Luka Doncic would have a problem giving you the fucking ball. I like, I've seen Luka Doncic have like a string of like triple doubles, so it's not like the dude can't dish the freaking right. basketball.
2: Right, and it's not like I'm sure Luka Doncic would like having to not score forty to win playoff games. Yeah, I'm sure he would love that. But when you out like, here I'm, averaging
1: twelve, like I'm sure, what's he he's supposed to do? Yeah, like I'm sure he he doesn't like to be double team and triple team and getting beat down on the perimeter. Exactly. Because like, the team doesn't respect nobody else on the squad to be a threat. So yeah, exactly.
2: That's that's that bullshit, bro. Like, I ain't I ain't trying to listen to all that. I promise you
1: I'm not. Like I like, dude, this is a lot of fucking turmoil. I like you know, I don't know what exactly they're gonna do in this offseason, but I like this offseason is gonna be I, th- f-
2: I think this offseason is gonna be really interesting for a couple franchises. I think Dallas is one, I think Portland's one, I think you're gonna see the Celtics. Do some things, maybe. Yeah, like it's
1: intriguing for them, but in different way. Like this, yeah. but different ways. This one is pivotal because this offseason determines whether Luca wants to stay in to stay in Dallas or not. Probably not locked up yet. A lot of those other guys are locked up, kind of long term, or they going to be. Well, right. like yo, there's no question that Jason Tatum as of right now wants to stay in Boston and all this, that, and the third. There's something to build over there. Right now, like, you know, depending on how this offseason goes and how they play next year, like Luca might not sign that sign that Mega Max that he that he's uh that he's gonna be due. Yeah. I like so it just it that that just depends like this off season is pivotal for them. I like and you were right like it's pivotal for a lot of different uh, it's it's important for some teams but this one this is pivotal. I like and this depends on whether you're going to lose your franchise guy or not. Yeah. You know. So Fair enough. I like so like you know it's just a lot of interesting things and like you know when they're just in fucking turmoil right now like it's just just not a good look. It's just not a good look. But, nah. but coming up next? We got these Western Playoffs. LA NR Thug Life Moment of the Week. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor.
0: Real Men of Genius Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Really, really, really bad dancer Mr. Really,
3: really, really bad dancer
0: Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing To no particular rhythm You're either dancing or you have fleas Call me a doctor As soon as you hit the dance floor The taunts begin is that all you got player? unfortunately yes that's all you got who's in the house some guy who can't dance that's who's in the house star. so crack open a nice cold bud light mister happy feet because you really put the boogie in boogie Mystery. You are listening to Potomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio.
2: Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir.
0: How about your wife? This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week, brought to you by Nobody, because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the
1: Arcade. What's up, everybody? It's a Thug Life moment of the week, and if you out here doing Thug Life shit, you as always, you know, we want to hear from you, and you can hit us up like via Facebook. I like at uh, uh, www.facebook.com/scoreboard808, or you can hit me up on Twitter at hbk_underscore_ilmatic, or you can hit us up via uh, email at radio at yahoo.com. So Ryan said we, we got some weak ones this week. Now, ain't nobody doing Thug Life shit, but can okay, yep. say he wanted to go first. Yeah,
2: I'll go first. Um, so. My Thug Life Moment of the Week goes out to whoever the fuck made this meme. (laughs) This meme, I ain't got no name on it. Somebody made this meme. Nicole Brown Simpson and The Ultimate Warrior had a lot in common. Number one, they both wore makeup. Mm -hmm. Number two, peroxide blondes. Number three, dead because of the juice. Wow. (laughs) Yup. Woo, I wasn't a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, so there it is. It, 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 it ain't much,
1: but it's something. Wow, something. I like, you know, speaking of Thug Life shit, Alex Caruso just went to jail.
2: I did see that, actually. That broke uh, a little while ago. That man got got popped for having the weed. The weed. And, and paraphernalia.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, I like, bye. That's <laughs> a, my Thug Life moment of the week goes this dude named DJ, oh, like you know, 140AV. So this girl uh, posts like a tweet saying, my ex told me, I think I could be happy with you forever, but I don't think you could be happy with me. That's elite game. Oh my God. You know how women are.
2: Yeah.
1: This dude, said, uh, this dude quote tweeted it. He said, is he the ex? And hey, she had, he had like a picture, of, a picture of future. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Toxic as hell. Oh, man. I love that man. He's a national treasure, and we got to preserve him at all costs. Hell, yeah, man. He's funny as shit. I love that guy. He's a legend. <laughs> yep. yep. Man, that man, sp- man out here fucking Scottie
2: Pippen ex-wife Yeah, just because he wouldn't sign shit for him when he was a kid. Yeah. Trash. So toxic. That's
1: so great. I like, so speaking of something that's great, I like, dude, forget the, forget the, forget the, uh... The, like I, I guess, like the semis, because we're in the conference finals and they're two games in. Woo, Bro. this series already is
2: fucking batshit. Um, we just got done watching game two literally a minute ago. Yeah. Before we, this shit is cr- man, crazy, man. What the fuck? So, um,
1: so yeah, there's so many things. Uncovered. All right, all
2: right. So before we get into game two, we'll start with game one. Devin Booker, man. I got to talk about him for a second.
1: He's matured in front of our eyes.
2: He's grown up in front of
1: us. He plays great defense now. Which, which is the, which is something that me and the arcade—that was
2: always my knock on him—and now yeah. he's out here playing good defense.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like he's becoming a, like you know a really solid two-way player. Yeah, and, and, and that's all I ever wanted from De- Devin Booker. Because me and the arcade was sitting there texting back and forth, and I was like, "Bro, I like I we we always knew we sit we saw this in Devin Booker. Yeah, I like it was just like the situation was so shit." And, like, yep. and he felt like, dang, I ain't got no Rough Riders. I like It's it's amazing what you can do when you put some talent around a superstar. Right. Like and they, that. They, and they, they're they inspired to try yeah. harder. And a future Hall of Famer like Chris Paul who will, like, you know, hold you accountable. accountable. Yeah, exactly. So – Devin Booker... Because I, I was telling you, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I was good. telling you, like he. that's what he needed. He needed somebody in there that was better than him, Yeah, that he had to answer to. He couldn't answer. He wasn't answering to nobody on that squad. No,
2: they, they were terrible for however long. Like, I mean, like I that, to... out, that he, he had Tyson Chandler one year, but, but at but the same time... Tyson Chandler ain't no Hall of Famer. And Tyson Chandler old, and in, ty- in a situation where there already were dudes, yeah. Tyson Chandler would have been fine. Yeah. Right? You know, but like, like okay. For instance, um, you have Tyson Chandler in a situation with um,
1: like where they're at right now, where they have a bunch of dudes. If it, Tyson Chandler would have been fine here, because we know how Chris Paul can be, like you oh, know, yeah, he's sometimes. crazy. Tyson Chandler can be that good cop that right. he would be perfect here. Like, right. he'd be like that second right. In command Right, guy. right,
2: right. But but he was there too early. Yeah, with not enough guys like that in that locker room, like yeah. that that. DeAndre Ayton wasn't there yet that lineup was terrible yeah and so you know they had I think they had Alfred Payton yeah that, that's,
1: that's not it
2: ugh it was gross man like that that's was bad that's just
1: gross shit I like a so, shout out to James Jones for, for knowing how to put a team together yeah yeah so, I didn't even know he was a fucking GM. I like yeah, I thought he was still playing somewhere. Nah,
2: man, he's out here getting these big Ws. I like um, you
1: know. So shout out to him. I like, but I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. What exactly he was, you was? All right. So
2: so my point is like like you're a thousand percent correct about like there wasn't anybody to like check Devin Booker, and Chris Paul is a guy that is not only regarded. And not only well regarded, he is one of the most well regarded people in the league. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, he's as like as far as like his play on the court.
2: Right, exactly. Like who like what he is and the point guard that he is, that he is as highly regarded as anybody. So when you have a guy like that, you have a born bona fide hall of fame all time point guard walk onto your team. Yeah. And you know, he looks and is like, some shit's about to change around here. And then he got another, you got another dude with Jay Crowder mm-hmm. stepping into that situation.
1: Because he ain't going to be with that bullshit either. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, Jay Crowder ain't about that shit. And then you get Tory Craig, who Torrey Craig is underrated as fuck. Yeah. People don't – Denver – that was one of the worst things Denver did was let him leave. Yeah. Um, they, they really affected them on their guard play. And you could see that mm-hmm. this year in the playoffs for Denver. They're missing that two-way, three-and-D three kind of guard. Yeah. They, they're they missing that. And um, sure enough, Torrey Craig, man. So they got enough of these dudes that are, like, great fucking defenders. And, you know, you have these dudes like stepping just, and,
1: in. And just blue-collar guys.
2: Right, exactly. And then you have a guy like Michael Bridges, who has had to work hard and always had a good work ethic at, from his time at Villanova. Mm-hmm. You got DeAndre Ayton.
1: Who clearly has bought in.
2: Yeah. You know, and has playing better defense this year than he was last year. I mean, year. the
1: talent was always there for them, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. And granted, it's just his second year in the league. Yeah. You know? and um,
1: I thought it was his
2: third. Maybe. It might be his third. Yes, yeah, his third. But, uh, so, anyways. So, you have him. And, you know, they went and got Cam Johnson, who's a high-effort guy. Yeah. Which a lot of people roasted James Jones for drafting him in the lottery this past year. And he's been a good piece for them. They got who people who people gave up on. Yeah, I mean, just the way this team is constructed is excellent. But in terms of Game 1, the story in Game 1, by far, was the duel that Paul George and Devin Booker had. Yeah. Devin Booker looked like... Kobe Bryant on the offensive end. Yeah. Just the th- the three-level scoring he was doing. It just going up, just getting buckets, getting mm-hmm. buckets, getting buckets, getting buckets, getting buckets, getting buckets. 40-point triple-double this kid has. Yeah. First triple-double ever in a game one of the Western Conference Finals. That shit was nasty.
1: I like it. He set the tone.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and they got contributions from everyone, you know. Ayton had a 20 burger. Uh, Campaign had a little nice yes. game, um, you know. They got they got con- this team gets contributions from everyone. everyone. Like that's the thing. Like Torrey Craig comes in quality minutes. Cam Johnson comes in quality minutes. Like Crowder
1: quality minutes. I like and, and with this team. Like you know, you know, like it's always they have like somebody else that that sneakily beats you. Like like Campaign had a, a 29 quietly in,
2: in the second game. Yeah. yeah, in the second game quietly. Yeah, yeah he's like dude. So, you know, we get to the second game, and my God, by the time this drops, everyone will have seen that inbound dunk. God, that's fucking – that was one of the craziest things. You know, live ball right, and an dude, inbound pass. There's dude, no we, goaltending. Dude, Brilliant we
1: were, play. We were wilding in the studio.
2: Oh, hell yeah. We were fle- – We were f- I literally jumped up and, like, ran across my kitchen and ran back. I was <laughs> so hyped because I love shit like that. It's fun as hell to watch. Yeah. Um, You know, just because I, lo- I love basketball. and I up, love man. seeing shit like that. So, you know – that's um, you know that's that was amazing to see. Aiden Aiden was 12 of 15 tonight. Yeah. That dude's a fucking monster, man. Mm-hmm. And he's a little bit of a throwback. And he, they needed him to go off in this in this series, and so far he
1: is not disappointed. Yeah, because like nobody on the Clippers can check him. Not even Demarcus Cousins. They they I mean they've done uh, they did do a smart. Th- I'll give Ty Lue credit for this.
2: He got hot early. Yeah and like in the first game and he put in Zubots, and Zubots slows him down yeah just because um they're not giving up so much size there yeah marcus morris gives up so much size to him that is ridiculous and um so you know there's that and then uh you have um you know you have demarcus cousins coming in and Cousins just ain't got the lateral movement or the lift that he used yeah. to have since he tore his Achilles and tore up his knee. Like, he's just... He don't have that anymore. So, um, he can't check him. And, you know, the thing is, they slow him down. But the thing is, too, Aiden also doesn't over-insist. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm going to have my 20... But he's not over here having high usage percentage, yeah. like it, in, at least yeah, in an he, inefficient a, way. He
1: plays within the offense. Right,
2: exactly. Like He plays within the offense, and he's not over here being fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. Like, taking bad shots. He's like, nah, man. He gets his easy looks. Like, Because the thing is, he's going to have 20, but he's going to have it easy. Yeah. And that's what I like about him. He's like, I'm not over here pressing like we they need him to step up and he is mm-hmm. and they need him to assert more and he is mm-hmm. you know but he has a nice post game he's nice around the basket mm-hmm. he's got great hands he's got good feet like he he'll have some dudes in hell yeah. and he plays good defense man like I love I love DeAndre Ayton. I, like I do like
1: he I was telling people I like he's totally deserving that number one pick I like a lot of people say oh Lucas should be the number one I like hindsight is 2020. 20. Uh, you know what I'm saying but let's not act like DeAndre in that, that like that year wasn't the best player in college basketball right, right. and, and uh, that's, not, that's not that's not act like and, you know, and, compli-
2: and pairing him with Devin Booker who's playing in, is playing dividends because Luka Doncic probably doesn't play, pair as well because they are both ball dominant yeah you know they have to have the ball in their hands now granted Devin Booker plays pretty well without the ball in yeah. his hands too as a catch and shoot guy mm-hmm. but Luka has to have the ball in his hands yeah. basically um so, that wouldn't work as well. Mm-mm. So, this team is constructed better because Moment. of the fact that they took
1: 18, Aiden. Yeah. So, Aiden is... And, and they needed a big man at the time. Yes,
2: they did. And they have one of the better ones in the league, if yeah. you fucking ask
1: me. Probably top 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I'm sure he's top 10. By um, default. Yeah. By default, he's top 10. He,
1: that's no knock on him. It's just No. The, they, it's
2: a weak It's, it's a weak, position, yeah, it's a weak and, position. And you'd have to stop and really, like, break it down. Um. But, um... So, like I said, man, you have that inbound play, Crowder. But, yeah, Cameron Payne with 29, man.
1: And nine Uh, assists, too.
2: Also, weirdly enough, man, Paul George was both playoff P and pandemic P in this game. Yeah. That was strange because he was inefficient as shit. And he struggled. Like, he was, like, 0 for from 3 or yeah. whatever. He struggled. He had an off night. And he's had so many nights where he's been carrying this team. Yes. To where I didn't... Like, dude, I mean, game 1, he had a monster game in yeah. game 1. He was excellent. Um. I like,
1: like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I like, you know, you say he was struggling. Like, you know, as far as the pandemic, P, I like, I understand, like, game one, but we were sitting there uh, watching game two, and I was sitting there telling you, like, you know, if he makes one of those free throws.
2: Right. That was what I was actually building towards. So, like, what what happened was crazy. So, like, in the fourth quarter, he goes off. Mm -hmm. He has a huge fourth quarter when he had struggled most of the game, you know, and he struggled from the free throw line the whole night. And it was crazy, like, you know, they they get a ball, they foul him, and he's, you know, they're up, they're up by one. And what's fucked is, he put them up, Devin Booker came down and hit a shot to put them up, mm-hmm. then he came back down and hit a shot, mm-hmm. and put them up again. Mm-hmm. So, in the last minute, Paul George gave them the lead twice. Yes. Now, they foul him, they put him on the line, he smokes both fucking free throws. Not one! Both because if he hits two of them, the worst they can do is tie. Well, okay, if you hit one of them, you can't lose from a two pointer. He smokes that one too, yeah. And then the DeAndre or, or-, or- and lob dunk happens, and that's it.
1: I was like, like you know, like you said that said that perfectly, like in leading up to it. And like I was saying, like we were sitting there talking, I was like, as far as pandemic, P, you. That that's a play you have to make, and I, and I, granted, you're like you got them up there, but that was to ice the game. I like if you if you make one of those,
2: or you can't lose the game.
1: Yeah, I like I like yeah, if you make one of those free throws, I like you know a two can't beat you. Yeah, I like that we're having a totally different discussion. Right, you, you to, go to OT. In, yeah, you you got you, go, you, go, you go to OT at worst. I like from,
2: from it, that from that dunk in, anyways. If they hit a three, if they had gotten a three and they hit that, hey, whatever, whatever,
1: you know that sucks. You need, but, pro- but but you put him in position to win the game at right? right. like you know, there's there's nothing more you can do. I like, but that was a clutch moment, and like, and they they, they needed you. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, what I'm saying, and, I like, and it's crazy just for the mere fact they needed to have this game, Ryan, because we didn't know uh, if what, what the status of Chris Paul was gonna be. Motherfucker coming back game three, and I don't know, if, I don't know if low management Leonard's coming back anytime soon. Yep. Like, and they've been 0 2. And I, we were sitting there talking. And I was like, dude, they've been in this uh, situation before. And you was like, yeah, but they had Kawhi Leonard. He's not walking through that door.
2: No. No, he's not. I mean, yeah, they're down 0 2. And it's. That sucks. You know? So, I mean, they're not. It, it's not as much of a given. And the thing is, too, the prior two matchups had much more deficiencies than this team has. Yeah. If you ask me. And, like. Because the Suns have Chris Paul, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be back for Game 3. And they have Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Mm -hmm. They got two Rough Riders out there anyways. You know what I mean? They can get you
1: hella buckets. Like, you know, Jay Crowder does everything well. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, I mean, the the Suns have won nine straight fucking playoff games, man. Like, I can't imagine that's going to stick, but fuck. Yeah. You know, they are good, man. Like
1: even without Chris Paul, they're still good. We're good. All like right, Chris Paul makes them a championship uh, caliber squad. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I like and like I said, I like them losing Kawhi Leonard that's devastating. Right. I like cuz I I don't think I don't think they can get past even if they, even if they were were to get past. I don't think they win in a championship without him. No. No. Like that that doesn't happen. I like, no. you know, and granted without him they were still able like you know what I'm saying to make I like get back in this game. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what I'm saying, almost win this game. I Like, you know, I, like, they lost this game more than the Suns won it. Uh, it was a little bit of both. It was a little bit of both. Well, because they almost stole it. Because
2: it was crazy. There was a stat that the Suns had 50 or 60 points in the play, paint to their 30. Yeah. Now, the Clippers are the best three-point shooting team in the league, statistically, mm-hmm. in terms of percentage. Um, so... They have a lot of dudes that can shoot to kind of... And that was another thing, too. Phoenix shot really poorly from three. Yeah, They don't do that normally. Like, they're not six of 36... Like they make more than six threes in a game yeah. usually. They
1: make more like twelve or thirteen usually. I like, it. I like it. and that like it. and that's huge considering the fact that you know what I'm saying they 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 were able to steal a game back on their home court and like in the, the three ball wasn't yeah a lot wasn't wasn't working. I like a lot of things are working for them. The mere fact that three ball wasn't working. I like, you know, they get their leader back. I like, you know, Chris Paul back for game three. You think they're not going to be excited about that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and playing in L.A. is not going to bother Chris Paul. Chris Paul, like, hell, he used to play there. Yeah, like, exactly. He, he, knows, he ain't he, worried about he, it. He ain't worried about it. He knows how the fuck it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, a lot of things are, like, you know what I'm saying, like, are working, to, uh, like, working, like working against the Clippers, and it's getting to the point where, you know what I'm saying, Kawhi's not there, like, and I don't think, I like if like if Kawhi was here, I like this would be a whole different story. It'll be a whole different story because Kawhi is that great. Y'all, like he is a top five player in this league, and if he was on the he was if he was on the floor, he would be the best player on the floor, and that makes a difference. But he's he's not coming out there. Like, I don't even know if he's even gonna attempt to try to go on it. I don't even yeah. know what the hell like you know. I don't know what's might, up with his knee. They early. say they say it might be an ACL or a PCL or it's some kind of CL from what I, from the reports I've been hearing. Yeah. I don't know if they're accurate or not, but yeah. But this this, this is
2: bad. This, this also is bad. also one final note on Devin Booker. Devin Booker gets his nose broken, obviously, in this game. Comes back. Pat Bev did a good job of making stuff difficult for him in game two. I'll give yeah. Patrick Beverly a ton of credit for that. But uh, in addition to breaking his fucking nose. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, which that was completely incidental. Um, shit happens. Uh, so, what was crazy to me on that inbound lob play is just to talk about the evolution of Devin Booker one final time before we swap over and answer y'all's questions. Yes. What was crazy to me is on that play, you know, they run a high flare play as a decoy with Cam Johnson up top mm-hmm. and to draw Zubots up a little bit. Devin Booker is the one that set the down screen mm-hmm. on that play on Zubots. And he... Solid, like we ran into him. Now, yeah. Zubats was able to run by him, but it, that it, is it, an unselfish. It gave him play. enough time. Yeah, that is an unselfish play from a guy that put up seventy in a game a few years ago. A guy that put up seventy in a game. Yeah, against a fucking absolute like in a in an absolute trash win. Yeah, or a loss, right? They yeah. lost that game. Yeah, lost to the like- Celtics. He put up a seventy burger, the most meaningless seventy point game in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. That was a testament to volume shooting and his teammates just giving him the ball and yeah. telling him to shoot and being selfish. Yeah. And he, a guy that was thought of as a one dimension scorer.
1: Yeah. And you see, knows. and
2: you see that play tonight. This guy had a broken nose. Yeah. And sets a sets a down screen for fuck on bots the biggest dude on the floor yeah sets that down screen on that dude to free up his center just enough to get that tip in dunk play, Yeah. or that inbound dunk play yeah it was great that's a great that is as good of a slice of anything as I can point to for the progression and development of Devin Booker's career, yeah, of, the,
1: of that young man. Yeah, I really well, I Like, I'm, I'm I'm extremely proud of him. I like as somebody, you know what I'm saying, who... I was hard on him. I like, for like for, yeah, for two people that's been hard on him because we've seen the greatness, I like, you know, yes. I like, I'm happy to eat crow because, I've, Absolutely. because I I've, love I've, I've always seen this shit. Right,
2: and that was what always frustrated me. I wanted him to be great. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you could be the best fucking shooting guard in, in this league. league. By far, far, too. You have that kind of talent. Yeah. And you just don't play defense. Yeah, I, 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 and you don't play
1: make. I like and yeah, you yeah, don't do I, the small things. More. I like and I think he's going to challenge James Harden as like the best two guard in the league. Yeah, or or like Clay Thompson it. maybe. Yeah, or Clay Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Clay Thompson is still pretty fire, but he, he he his name should be up there now. Oh yeah, for sure. Life, most definitely. Like I said, I like you know, I've been hard on hard on the man. Uh, I'm I'm happy to eat crow and I'm happy to be wrong on this because as Ryan could tell you, I've always seen this in seen us in him. And it frustrated me and him that it just wasn't happening. Right. Right, exactly. So, I like, you know, so shout out to that. I, like, I can't wait. I like this series <laughs> that's just it should be a fun one. I like, bro, if the Eastern Conference Finals is half as good as, like, the Western Conference Finals. We, it, we, we, I'll tell you, man. We're, we're, we're in for a treat. We've
2: had a lot of good playoff basketball yeah. across the board. It's been nice to have some new faces in here, so some new storylines to yes. be
1: here. Some new stars emerge in front of our eyes. I love it, man. I love it. I'm all for it. You know, it's like Donovan Mitchell, like, proving a lot of people wrong, like Trey Young. Yeah. I like the emergence of uh, uh, Devin Booker. I like you know the, cool the, the, the the fall of the Brooklyn Nets. I like, yep, it's crazy. Yep, it's absolutely crazy. But coming up next, I like your questions are in. I like you know we're going to answer them. You guys keep a lock on the scoreboard on anchor.
0: crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yep, It's in my contract. It's in the contract.
3: Can we at least change the font?
0: If you want to be sued.
3: Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly. No dragons. No mouths. None of that. We could do like a like tough dolphin yeah, splashing like.
0: out. How large? Uh, yeah. How? How much they paying you? Get that buddy. Hulu has live sports. Get that buddy. What's up guys? You've been listening to the scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and the Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one?
1: Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today?
0: And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee and motherfucking wait? And for the love of God. You spell check. Take it away, fellas.
1: Appreciate it, bro. Welcome back. It's mail time. A chance for us to interact with you guys. I like, you know, the viewers and the listeners, you know, sending us your questions and we appreciate it always, always, which is why we continue to do it. So we got three questions. First one comes from Jordan from New Orleans. He says, what's up, guys? So have you heard the news about Zion's people saying he doesn't have enough to win? And what are your thoughts about that?
2: I agree with that a thousand percent. Uh, That roster is not good. Um, I think you look at it. um, I think the average NBA fan couldn't name half of their roster. Um, And I think that is one of the best things you could say to kind of quantify if a roster is worth a shit or not, right?
1: I mean, to be honest with you, nobody could name the Suns roster either.
2: Right, right. But that's a little different, because the Suns just aren't were a smaller market team that has been ignored for a while. So, my point is... You look at the you look at the Pelicans roster, and you have Zion Williamson, you have Brandon Ingram, you have Lonzo Ball, you have Eric Bledsoe, you have uh, Walker, um, you have uh, what's his face, you have Jackson Hayes, yeah, you have, oh God, like now I'm Josh Hart, Josh Hart, you have a bunch of role players. Mm-hmm. And you have... You have too many role players and not enough stars. And the other thing is... The stars you have... Don't really complement each other super well. hmm So... Brandon Ingram... Is a... You know, he, he can score. You know, and he... He was a... You know, most improved player and an all-star. hmm You know? Um... Yeah, he's a very good player, but um, he's not really, really, truly, I think, even a star. Mm -hmm. I I just don't look at Devin Booker, I mean, Devin, uh, uh, Brandon Ingram, sorry, Um, Brandon Ingram like that, Um, Zion is electric and really strong, and... You have to pack the paint, and he still scores an ass-ton of points in the paint mm-hmm. with a high-ass field goal percentage. He's still really stupid good. Um, so, um, you know, I just I really don't think this team is set up well. Yeah. Like, the way we, we talked in the last segment about how well-built the Suns roster is. Yeah. The Pelicans roster is the exact opposite of that. They have too many point guards and mm-hmm. guards in general. Mm-hmm. They don't have a they don't have good enough big men. Mm-hmm. And they had their best two players are forwards.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you can get away with that. But when you're your one forward is a guy that has is a good passer and a good defender and bangs down low. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like the diet diet version of kevin durant Mm -hmm. notice i said
1: double diet yeah like it just it just don't work that team has bad chemistry So for for me i like for me i like whenever i heard about that and everything you said i like you know was right on the money i like you have great points of what you just said but me i like you know for whenever i heard that and really is like you know it's really not him like saying that, I like it's his family, and my thing is, who cares about what you guys think? For the most part, this is year two. I like you know, it doesn't what you thought he was just gonna go to like this isn't college basketball, and this isn't him going to no fucking like you know community school or some private school. This is the fucking NBA. I like you know what I'm saying. He was what you thought he was just gonna come there and change life like instantly like that doesn't work like that in the NBA. This is year two. Shit has to build. I like you know what I'm saying. Like Devin Booker's been in the league for how long? Twenty
2: sixteen draft, five I like, years. I like
1: you. You Know what I'm saying? And shut that and then like and look at him just finally reaping the benefits. Motherfucker, you in year two now. Like, now, now we talking about five year, like you know, year five. You know, I'm saying year four, year five. Then we can sit here and be like, all right, I like he's been here for the duration of his rookie contract. He showed up, the organization failed him, but there was so much uh, turnover with them losing Anthony Davis. Then, then we had the pandemic year, your rookie year. Then you got to let shit build. You gotta mm-hmm. let shit build. Like, that's why I don't care about what the hell his family has to think. Because of course they're gonna say that. Right. Of course they're gonna say that. He could have been lemon booty, and they would have sat here and say, "Oh, they ain't got enough." Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's a process. Like you know what I'm saying? This is a, like he's not going into a situation with the best coaches and Coach K and like three other All Americans like he did with uh with Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett at Duke. This ain't it. Yep, this ain't it like, you know, it's kind of like the NFL and the NBA, kind of is what you got is what you got, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of that, a lot of that has to come on Zion. Can you uh can you uplift and like, you know, can you make everybody around you better? Now, granted, like him and Brandon Ingram don't compliment each other. They might be looking to uh, move Brandon Ingram in the offseason. Who knows? Who knows? I like you know what I'm saying. That might be an option, but the thing is, you got to give this thing time to build. I like as crazy as LeBron James was, he was in Cleveland for about seven years before he left. Gave them plenty of time to build. And once that shit happens, they'd be like, "All right, LeBron." I like I get it. I like time served. You know what I'm saying? I like you got to give it time. This is year two. You're like Zion you, is good, but he's not good enough. I like well, and really, it's not even on him because he's not the one saying it. It's his family. I don't care right. about what the hell his family got to say. Even though the RK's made great points, but on the family's end, I don't care about what you guys have no. to say. I like it no, you know, this is year too. Just,
2: just because they're right doesn't mean you should care about their opinions. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it only matters when the player feels that way yeah. and it, you know, and the player is in a situation where he's frustrated. Yeah. Which I'm sure he is privately, you know? You know, I'm sure he is a little frustrated. But I
1: think that's just him being young and him not being used to losing. Right. Exactly. So. I like, you know, that comes along, like, you know what I'm saying, with the, uh, that comes along with it. I like, you know, with the process. Like, you got to go through this. I like, you know what I'm saying, to appreciate, like, like Devin Booker dealt with a lot of fucking losing. For him to appreciate whenever he finally got to the big stage then once he got there to get there and show out yeah so not everybody comes in like you know what i'm saying be like a superstar and like change shit around right. immediately i I'm like where well, you're not derrick rose mm-hmm. okay i like you know what i'm saying like it for some people like you know it's different i like you know you gotta stay healthy and like just a lot of stuff has a has to go right and like you know it's a lot of stuff you got to give this organization time to build because you got to think that like, they're just coming off losing, like, you know, saying their best player in Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So they're starting all over. You know what I'm saying? So you just can't expect a turn a turnaround, especially one in the pandemic year, which was kind of like a wash to me. I yep. like, you know, and even you guys were in the thick of things like, you know, at, at for AFC, because I think you guys were invited to the bubble. Yep. You guys regressed a lot. You know what I'm saying, but you still have to build. I like you know now. If, now Zion was like in year four and year five. We can be like, all right, what the fuck y'all doing? This is year two. Yep. I like you know you got to give them a chance to fucking build. Right. You know that's just where I stand at it.
3: Right. You no, and that's like, t-
1: that's totally fair. And like it if I'm Zion, suck it up. I like you like you you, you were pra- like you were praised as like you know what I'm saying like as you got decks. Yeah. So I like, let's see. Let let's see. I like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, question number two. Oh, it comes from Evan from North Carolina. So, what's your thoughts on Becky Hammond potentially becoming the coach of the Trailblazers? You guys like that move? Um, didn't we didn't spy ask that last week? Well, they were saying it's a potential, like you know, it could it be, but like it's it's like official that she's like the one of the finalists. Oh, word.
2: Um, well, I think I think we mentioned this last week on the podcast. Um so they're um they're definitely um i don't like that for her not not because i just i just don't know like she's she's in a situation to where i like her as a person i love becky ham and she's
1: awesome y'all already know how i feel about yeah
2: so i think that you probably should i think it would be better for her to be in a situation where she um would maybe you know take over the son's job? It'd be a little bit more of a smoother transition, I think. Um, so you know, I think that she, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna let someone be the first uh, female head coach, I think Becky Hammond deserves that just as much as anybody. Yes. Um, she's great. Um, but I like the idea of her maybe stepping up after Pop more.
1: Yeah, because we talked about that last week.
2: Right. Exactly. So you like know,
1: like I'm pretty sure, like you know, Dan, like. But then again, like, you know, I don't know how Dane would feel about that.
2: No, I don't know either.
1: I, I'm pretty sure he would be professional. Like, you know, he probably wouldn't care. No, yeah. Me. I mean,
2: Damian Lillard's not a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it. I like Becky. And like I said, I think that that barrier does need to be broken eventually. I yeah. think she's a perfect woman to do it. Yeah. I don't know how the fit would be. Um,. The the Trailblazers are really in
1: flux right now. And it's not it, really stable because you don't know Right. I would like
2: I would like for her to be walk into a more stable situation.
1: Or or in a situation where everybody knows knows her. Yeah, exactly. Like familiar faces. Like are. like
2: I think at San Antonio, you'd be a little bit more patient
1: with her because that franchise is about is rebuilding. Yeah, I like and like a an Ness Pops era parent. like, you know, Pops has her blessing. I, uh, like. She has the endorsement of Greg Popovich, like the, the front office knows who she is, the fans know her, so like, you know, it's easy to get behind her in San yeah. Antonio, as opposed to Portland, just like, ah, oh, like, you know, like, you know, they be like, Terry Stotts, I like, you know, Terry Stotts ain't get the job done, be like, but is she really going to be better than Terry Stotts? Yeah. yeah. It's one of those type of things, like, we just don't know, she might be, but the thing is, it's just an unknown. You know, so, like, you know, so when I heard about that, I was like, eh. I like, I want her to stay in San Antonio, you know, so, yeah, I, that for me, that would be, I don't want her to go to Boston because, like, that means I would have to root against her and fuck Boston, and I don't want her to go to, uh, I don't want her to go to Portland, I want her to go to, uh, I want her to stay in San Antonio. Yeah. Because I don't think Pop has too much, too many more years left anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to be doing this too much longer. Yeah, I don't think so either. So... Like if I was her, I would just wait it out, you know what I'm saying, like you know, and be somewhere where you know you're gonna have a chance to succeed and like you know when the and the fan base is gonna embrace you because they know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You with a situation like that, you don't wanna put her in a volatile situation just for the way the world is. If she like if she ends up stinking up the joint, everybody ups under the sun's gonna say she didn't have a chance to be successful. Right. like at least in San Antonio, they're gonna give her every chance to be successful. And if it don't work, then it just don't work. But you know, you gotta make sure you put her in the best situation to succeed. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because fans are stupid. We've seen that, you know, saying this this in the postseason, them throwing shit and all that stuff. Yeah. Like we don't we don't need that kind of crap happening. No, no, god no. Yeah, so so we got, we got one, one more question. More. We got one more question and yep. it comes from Patrick from Miami. He said, yo, guys, how you feel about Jamal Adams holding out of voluntary camps because he's looking for an extension? Shh. Mike, with you being a Jets fan, I know you're laughing your ass off. <laughs> well, Michael, I'll let you have the floor for that. Oh, man. I like... <laughs> all, all I got to say is, uh, and Joe Douglas, I trust. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'll i try to tell Seahawk fans, I'll like, look, man, he's a great player, but he's not worth, like... 17 18 million dollars like like he wants I, that that ain't gonna happen i'm like you know and i was upset when we got rid of him but joe d uh, but joe douglas knew what he was doing yep. i was upset just for the mere fact like anybody like the one pro good player we had on our squad you know what i'm saying i didn't i didn't know what type of process and how joe douglas was going to go about his business now that i see how this motherfucker goes about his business i'm like oh okay yeah that, that was a great move right that like you know saying we basically get elijah Baron tucker with him you know what i'm saying so i like i like in seattle fans like you know that they like they were sitting there clowning on us talking about how we're a bad friend yeah he left because the jets are a sorry franchise that's that and they're like you guys weren't that great either you guys have just as many super bowls as we do yeah Not, exactly
2: I, and uh, seattle used to be seattle used to be one of the bigger jokes in the nfl man i remember it was an aberration when Matt Hasselbeck and Sean Alexander got... They got good, and they went to the Super Bowl. They were a bad franchise. Yeah. You know? And they just never were... Never... They were historically a bad franchise. Yeah. You know, they... Um, I'm trying to think. They had uh, Jim Zorn and uh, fucking... Steve uh, Largent. Steve Largent. And they made some... They made some playoff runs with those guys, yeah. but... That was not a successful playoff franchise. Yeah. So
1: all like, so the mere fact that like you know, I I, I be seeing the you Seahawk fans like you know, like, in the comments, they be like, yeah, he left because the Jets suck. I like they're terrible for run franchise. I, like, I mean, that I I might like, be I, true. I, I, I mean, like you know, we're this, that, and the third. I like man, fuck you. You guys got a so you guys got a Hall of Fame quarterback. You only you guys only have one Super Bowl. I like you know what I'm saying, fuck you guys. I like now you guys have this and they and they had a whole lot of Hall of Famers on a defense, and yeah. they only got one Super Bowl Super. out of. So I
2: mean, so everybody knows they should have beat the Patriots. Yeah, you run the ball with fucking Marshawn Lynch, fucking. I like. Sh- we ain't having this conversation. Yeah, we
1: ain't having this conversation. So just like it's one of those type of things where, I like, Joe D knew what he was doing. He saw he saw this, I like, you know, coming and I like. And the crazy thing is like the Seahawks fans are like, I'm surprised you guys didn't see this shit coming because, oh, well, I was saying like, dude, you guys got him for like another year, but doesn't doesn't mean he's not going to make waves. Right. I like, y'all say, yeah, he got that, he got that. It was, it was like he got it's like a chick, like getting like at the thrill of like a new dude. Jamal got the thrill of, oh snap, I'm on a winning team. Then once that thrill, like, you know, subsided, it well, was, I still I, need to get, get paid though. Yeah, uh, I need to get that, I need my money though. Yeah, you know, like, and y'all forgot about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, because uh, I mean. Still, I mean, I very much understand that. I mean, and he very much is right to be seeking out a deal because he's one of the better safeties in baseball. He was, I mean, in football. Football. He was terrible last year for the Seahawks, honestly, at times. There were times where he was really bad in the run game. Um, He was
1: getting torched in the pass game. Yeah, there
2: were times where he was not that guy. And, uh, you know, injuries played a part of that, I'm sure. Like, I'm not going to act like the dude – like went in the toilet and like yeah. just his piece of shit he just he had some injuries and some nagging injuries and he was trying to come back and like you know deal with some things like i understand that but you know there were moments where the effort wasn't there either yeah. and uh Not like and this is
1: for like a winning team
2: exactly so like i'm over here like man like i don't know i mean he of course he's gonna be making waves he's trying to get paid Mm-hmm. Like
1: that's—it's like, pretty funny. I like and it's crazy, guys. Like I'm looking at Seahawks fans. I like what? I like my thing is like y'all gonna give him this contract? Because what makes you think he's not gonna be doing that shit for y'all? Right. Like I said, like as soon as, as soon as as soon as y'all stop winning, I like and, so as soon as that, that high of like oh snap I'm on a winning team once that shit was over, you be like oh snap I still ain't got paid though. Why why I ain't get paid though? Yep, yep. And here we are. I like and y'all can't afford not to pay him. Y'all gave up too much for him. Yeah yeah I like uh, who's basically like a box safety who's like a linebacker i mean he gets sacks but you know that's what you got linebackers and defense on uh, defensive ends for i like but if your safety can't cover nobody then you know uh, that was that was my biggest gripe with jamal adams yeah I like, he gets torched in pa- pass coverage Yep. I like, you know what I'm saying? Marcus May was way better than him in like in pass coverage. I like said so Marcus uh Jamal Adams was a better talent, but Marcus May was a better overall safety because he could do everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need this we need to lock him up. You know what I'm saying? But I like I don't hate the guy, I like you know what I'm saying I've heard I've heard like, you know what I'm saying, outside of like all that other stuff, like you know what I'm saying, like, you know, he's actually not a bad dude. He's actually a, you know what I'm saying, cool guy. But at but like in regards to the football, apparently he's a little bit of a diva and that's
2: okay. Yeah. I mean it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, he could just go be a mercenary if he wants to... If he really wants to make an issue of it, if he if he's looking for a long-term deal and he does not get it, that's cool. He could just play the mercenary game, you know? He wouldn't be the first New York Jet to leave and go be a mercenary. Yeah. You know, Darrell Rivas comes to mind. Yeah. You know? So, like I said, he could go do that, and he could probably make a lot of money for teams looking for safeties. hmm You know? Because... That secondary is hard was, to get right.
1: I said like anything is like, you know, I'm not even mad at Darrell Rivas because Darrell Rivas, whenever he was wanting his money, he was unquestionably questionably the best corner in, in football. Right. I like Jamal Adams is a top five. There's a big difference from being a top five of your position than being the best player at your position. Right. There's a big difference. So, right. like, you know, so I didn't have no problems with Darrell Revis well, I mean, wanting it, his money. I mean,
2: if you remember correctly, I mean, Darrell Reeves just did the same thing that Deion Sanders did. Yeah. And it was the same thing. Deion Sanders was unquestionably the best corner in football. Yeah. He was like, hey, he, who want, who, want, who wants to go to the Super Bowl this year, fellas? Actually, he was just going to the highest bidder. <laughs> that's, the way, that's exactly right. But he's like, hey, who want to pay me? Yeah. And that's just, that's what happened, man. You know, 49ers paid for his service one mm-hmm. year. The Cowboys paid for it another. You know, last. Well, actually, one like they
1: paid for it for like a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah they, yeah, they locked him down for like four or five years. Yeah, because he was only in San Fran for like a year. Then, like, he got that mega deal with the Cowboys. Yeah, for like a exactly. Of years. Yeah, so, they threw so, they threw an obscene amount of money yeah. at him. And then the Ravens threw money at him, and now that was at the end of his career. No, because yeah. he, he stopped at um, he stopped at Washington. Mm-hmm. Then yep. then he ended it off with the Ravens. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I like so the, so that's the thing. I like you know so and the thing is, Darrell Rivers wasn't really making waves and taking shots at nobody. He was just mm-hmm. like, bro, I want to get paid. I'm the best at my position. Right. You know, yeah, like you know, it was just like he kind of had the leverage. I'm like, bro, I have the leverage. You know, and if that's not the case, then you know, what I'm saying we can we can do this some other way. You know, so Darrell Revis did, did with him about it, like you know, differently. Like a lot of people don't, a lot of Jet fans don't fault Darrell Rivas and what he did. Nah. you know, what I'm saying, but they do have a, a problem with what Jamal Adams did, just for the mere fact, like you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, you're one of the you're one of the better safeties in the, in the league, but you're not the best safety in the right.
0: league. Right, right.
1: You know, what I'm saying, like it's different, like it's a lot different. So, sure enough. So, that, that's the end of the show. Um, what's going on this week? I mean, we got playoff hockey. We got
2: um, playoff basketball. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals tomorrow. Um,
1: specifically. AEW uh, tomorrow.
2: AEW. Um, what else we got? Uh, uh, baseball continues its ever-living trudge. All-star voting has started, though, for that. So, if you guys want to see your dudes get in an all-star game, go for it. Uh, you know, I'm planning on uh, voting eventually.
1: Um, For hours, Freddie Freeman? No, nah, I,
2: I don't do that, actually. I uh, I literally try to vote, like, who I think deserves it. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I like, this year I think Acuna and Albies deserve to be in, but outside of that, I'm over here like, shit. Yeah, people be like, yeah, you just put in Austin Riley. I'm like, you. Lick my ass. <laughs> How about that? Like, the, I just I don't do that shit, you know. And the Dan's thing. Dansby Swanson. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, let's put it in Dansby Swanson. And I'm like, Fernando Tatis, what is wrong
1: with you? Wrong you with high Tatis? on
2: crack. I don't. I don't play that shit, bro. Like, I really don't play that shit. Like, people, in my opinion, the best players get voted in. That's yes. what I do
1: personally. Yeah. You know. I like, and also like you know, uh, I want to give an early, uh, early uh, birthday shout out to my sister-in-law Bird. I like she's basically the she's basically the Wayne Gretzky of sister-in-laws. So I like I love that lady. So happy birthday to her! And the day after that is my dad's birthday. So like basically just this has been like a crazy week as far as shit going on because Saturday was my nephew Carmine's birthday. Then Sunday was Father's Day. Then you know what I'm saying then my sister-in-law's birthday and my dad's birthday is like back to back. Right. So, so it's been kind of a crazy week. So I like you know like like I said next week you saw like so um, so we won't do a show because we're doing we're still doing two uh, two on two off. Um, I like dude. I like. We're gonna be going on hiatus soon, cause like after the NBA Finals, usually it, like we would already be doing it right yeah. now. But like you know, since with everything going on, you know what I'm saying. But that 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 long-awaited vacation is coming soon, yeah. like for the both of us. So like you know, we're gonna keep you guys like uh, posted and keep you guys locked on that. So and like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at H B K underscore You can follow the Arcade at R underscore You can uh, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/scoreboard8 you can um email us at scoreboard underscore radio uh, at yahoo.com is there anything else you like to add ryan i think that about covers it man that that about covers it well you guys be awesome you guys be safe you guys wear condoms and all that other great stuff so like you know shout out to all the great dads out there like you know what i'm saying if nobody else tell you that we appreciate that you the heartbreak kid in the arcade does so like you guys be easy you guys be safe we bet we'll be back better than never peace out later guys